This is KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM, and we welcome you to The Peyton Fisher Show. You've seen Facebook, you've seen the media, and you think you know what's happening. Now it's time to dig deeper for the truth with your host, Peyton Fisher. Hello, hello everyone. It is Tuesday, the 14th, 2020. I keep telling people it's 2019. It is not. It is 2020. (laughs) Time to move on. Yes. I have Curtis Hall here, and he is the owner of the... The Corndog Company. The Corndog Company here in town. And if you haven't eaten at the Corndog Company, you have not lived in St. George because... Come on now. Everyone in St. George has eaten at the big yellow truck. Uh, You know what? Actually, that's not true. I'm surprised every day that I have someone new come by for the first time. Every day. Every single day. Every day. It, yeah. It is truly incredible. I've probably eaten there at least 30 times, <laughs> more than I wanted to. It's ama- it's amazing good food. So today we are going to be talking about uh, why Curtis is here in St. George with the Corndog Company, what's going on in his business, uh, just just learning about him uh, as, as an entrepreneur. And so uh, I wanted to ask you in a glamorous way, Curtis, we're just going to jump right in. Okay, uh, do, in it. A, in a, do it. Do it. How can you explain to someone in a glamorous way that you sell corn dogs for a living? It's a, you can't. <laughs> so I don't know where that question came from, but it's not possible because <laughs> there is absolutely zero anything glamorous about corn dogs. It, it's just <laughs> hard work and you know rolling up your sleeves. And I guess the honey on the top is kind of glamorous. Maybe that's it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's other than that, it's just good old fashioned hard work, man. There's nothing glamorous about it. Okay. So. Fair enough. Fair kind enough. of a dirty job. All restaurants, you know, restaurants. Just, you're always cleaning them. You're always making sure you're in compliance with everything the health department wants you to be doing. And so, yeah, it's a lot of work. Okay, fair enough. So, in in the industry of, of food, why why are you in the industry of food? Does, does corn dogs like? Oh, I love corn dogs. I need to start a corn dog truck. What, no, what brought you um, to corn dogs? Well, it's kind of interesting because actually it wasn't on my radar at all zero on my radar okay so i've always been uh more of a corporate guy more of a i was a speaker went out uh spoke to business owners all over the country oddly enough the very first business i ever had was a i build a big amway business which a lot of people know what amway is but i built a big amway business back in the day and uh yeah multi-level so anyway that's what i did and and to this day, when people ask me about it, I, I always let them know that's the best thing that I ever did in my whole life. It was the best thing I ever did. Build, building the Amway company? Yeah, it was the best Why? thing I ever did. Because for a guy like me, what made it great was it was a connection point. It connected me to people. And everything good that's come in my life since then has become has come because of that connection I built to those people. Okay. And it's amazing how far-reaching it was. It wasn't just my little business, although we had tens of thousands of people in our organization as we built that over time. Uh, it was the fact that it connected me to people outside of our own personal organization. And uh, with the reach that we had, it was just crazy. Still is to this day, honestly. Okay. I was at, I was at uh, Neater's Bakery 
uh, a little while back, and some guy comes up to me and he heard me talking, and my voice always gives me away, <laughs> like you know, you yes. know that my voice gives me away before my face does. And he goes, "Man, your voice sounds so familiar. Where do I know you from?" I said, "Amway." He's like, "Oh, that's right." <laughs> so, well, half, still of, get you, it to this half day. of Utah's been so, in Amway at least once yeah, or twice. Absolutely, yeah, okay. that's true. So, for for those of you just coming into the show, I've got Curtis Hall uh, in the in the studio with me today, and he's the owner of Remind Me Again, the Corn Dog Company, the Corn Dog Company, and yep. we're just talking about what has made him or why why he wanted to do the Corn Dog Company. So he's given me a backlog of he was in Amway for how many years? Oh, a lot. 15, 20 years. 15, 20 years. Yeah. Okay. And then you got out of Amway. Yeah. And then you just jumped into corn dogs? I still get a check from Amway to this day, if you can imagine such a thing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That residual income actually works. It okay. does keep coming in. Uh, but anyway, so got out of that and just started more on the entrepreneurial path to do something else. Okay. Um, and I tried a lot of things. As my wife will tell you, I failed <laughs> miserably at a lot of things. I wasted... A lot of hard-earned money that I invested in people who didn't have their own money, so they used mine. Uh, and I was dumb enough uh, wait, wait, and naive enough. Wait, wait, here, question on that. <laughs> was it wasting or was it education? Oh, it was definitely education. Um, I would rather have not gotten my education <laughs> that way, but can, it is what it is. Can As an entrepreneur, can you get your education really any other way than losing money? Um, well... Uh, someone told me one time, my mentor actually, who's a guy by the name of Randy Haugen, who's just an incredible guy, multimillionaire, very successful guy, but a great guy. Okay. And he said, the best way to learn is from experience, as long as it's somebody else's. <laughs> and I'm like, amen to that. But the problem is we usually don't learn from somebody else's. We usually can only learn, really, truly learn from our own mistakes and the things that, that we do. And I've, yeah, I certainly made a lot of those. However, having said that, the reality of it is every one of those mistakes, challenges, things that we did all brought us to where we're at now, which okay. is fantastic. And I have a great life and I have an incredible family. And so in the end, is it really all bad? No, it was all really good. Okay. So, so. You, you said just previously that you didn't, corn dogs were not even on your radar. Give no. Me, give me an idea how you go from Anway Amway to a food truck. Was there any other businesses in between? Yeah, yeah, it's still involved. Uh, I have some partners on a company up in Salt Lake called Fat Cats and the Pizza Factory. Cool. Uh, you know, most people in St. George know yeah. the Pizza Factory here. Well, we have the Pizza Factory restaurant in our bowling, our family fun center up on 37th and 9th in Salt Lake. Okay. Uh, we got 40 lanes of bowling and arcade and Pizza Factory okay. restaurant. So, and, so do you get so, free bowling there or do you have to pay yeah, for it? Yeah. I don't know if it's free. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how much money I put into that. People ask me the free bowling. I said, no, it's not free. Trust me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, and I still own that with them. We, we've still got that. It, it owns, it's a great business, runs. And then I've got a, a really close friend of mine, also a mentor, uh, a guy by the name of Jerry Dunn. He's from a little town called McCam in Idaho. Um, and he's a real estate investor, one of the best I've ever been around in my life. He's just an incredible guy. Okay. And so I've gotten into some real estate funds um, over the years. Uh, that have allowed me to get involved in that game a little bit. And I still do that okay. uh, to this day. In fact, I just invested in another one of the funds. We, we work with a company by the name of Peg Development, yeah. which just... That little company, right? The Advenir Hotel down <laughs> here. And yeah, they do a lot of big projects. They're building a new student housing at UVU. And uh -huh. yeah. Didn't they just so. build the student housing right here uh -huh, also? They did, yeah. Yeah, they built some monster stuff. I think I, I heard the CEO talking at the summit or at the yeah the the St. George Economic Summit. Yeah, they put in about two billion dollars yep. worth of infrastructure. Exactly right. 
That's yeah. a that's a lot. He's an amazing guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's an amazing guy. But how it got to corn dogs, which is what okay. we were talking yeah. about, I got sidetracked there. But that's okay. Uh, so I was kind of just in between. Uh, I was still um, working in the in the network marketing space with some different companies, doing some consulting work. Uh, got in at some ownership at a little company up in Salt Lake. After three years of not having full ownership and control of that, the guy that did and I didn't ever see eye to eye for three years. Oh. And I realized I really am truly an entrepreneur based on one factor, and that is that I can't work for anybody. <laughs> it's just, I can't do it. Okay. Impossible. It's just, I cannot do it. It is not my DNA, period. Can't do it. So uh, just looking around saying, what should we do next? And my son was playing soccer. You know Christian. He's playing mm-hmm. soccer down here at Dixie State. So we were always coming down here, and we're driving around. We're like, man. This is so nice down here, especially in December. So uh-huh. uh, anyway, we put a for sale sign on the ground. I told my wife, hey, if our if our house sells with me sticking a sign in the ground, we're out of here. And it sold two weeks later. So All right. and we ended up here, and I had a buddy of mine, Jeff Patton, who you know Jeff as yep. well. Jeff's awesome. Who, uh, Jeff, uh, as far as he's a legend really here in town in the, in the food truck business because he started it all. Yep. He was the very first food truck in St. George. They didn't even know how to give him a license at they the did, time. They did not want to give him a license. No, they didn't. It they, took him eight months of perseverance and you know tenacity mm-hmm. to finally get everything in place to be able to do it. So uh, he kind of paved the way for all the other food truck people that are, are now here in town. So he should so. get a stipend off of what every single person <laughs> sells. He should get a royalty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so I knew Jeff. We were neighbors back in when we lived in Layton, and uh, he was down here doing that. And I called him, and we got into a discussion about some different businesses. And he said, you know, I really want to expand this one. I just really don't know where to go with it, what to do. I think we got okay. some opportunity. So I said, awesome. Well, in the meantime, really crazy story. He was in Hawaii with his wife on vacation for a month. He took the whole month of July because <laughs> it was too hot in St. George. So he went to Hawaii. In the meantime, I sold my house, packed everything up, moved here, bought another house. I moved in and he showed back up in St. George. I'm like, I'm here. He's like, what? <laughs> You're here. You're really going to do this. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Let's go. So I bought half the company okay. from him at that time. Okay, wait. So I got to step back. So when you say that, my all of my red or my red flags go up for my wife here because I do like things the same as you. I just kind of jump a little fast. What was your wife thinking through this process of, I'm going to put a sign in our yard and I'm going to uproot us. I'm going to move it to St. George, go into a business <laughs> I've never done. What what, is she, what does she say about that? You know, thing? she's amazing. So she's the best part of everything to do with my family. So she was just always supportive, always. I know it's not what she wanted to do. Aww. What I've always done has never been what she wanted to do. She'd rather I had a big corporate job somewhere <laughs> with health insurance and benefits and show up at night and come home at five and everything's great and get two weeks a year and go on vacation. And But she knows it's not me and she's always known that. And so through thick and thin, and there has been some major thin in there, let me tell you, uh, she's been right there. So that's awesome. She's like, great. We're going to do it. Let's go do it. And, and, and uh, shout out to Sue. I know yeah. Sue. I love Sue. She's amazing. Yeah, she is. My wife and her. I think my wife cuts her hair. Yep, absolutely. She's yeah, so. it's awesome. Okay, so you're here. He, yep. uh, Jeff goes, oh, you're here. Then what happens? Yeah, so I buy half the company from Jeff, uh, and then he says to me, which was the biggest surprise in all of this, I need to go talk to the guy that owns the world's best corn dogs. Guy named Russ. Uh, I need to go talk to Russ, and I I know Russ. I had a good relationship with Russ. A good guy. I thought this was all done before I ever moved here. <laughs> I had no idea. So I get here, and I find out then it's not done. He goes 
talk to Russ. He calls me on the way home, literally in tears. He's literally crying. He says, we can't expand. Oh, no. Well, there's no way to make it work if we can't expand it. There's really no way, no no purpose. That, that was really. the goal is to expand, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, and so we just, I'm like, well, why, you know, and there's a lot of reasons why the, the in the end game it was he wanted a fortune. He just wanted a ton of money to use his name that we weren't going to put up because it didn't make any sense. And For so sure. I just said, nah, we're just going to do our own thing. And so, you know, I've done it before. We'll, we'll do it again. So we renamed it the Corn Dog Company, which is something my wife came up with. And I thought it's great. Jeff used to always tell me when, when people see us, and I, I know it's true now, is I'm the Corn Dog Guy. I don't actually have a name. But I'm just the Corn Dog Guy with everybody. It doesn't matter my neighborhood, a church. It doesn't matter. I'm the Corn Dog Guy. So uh, anyway, it just made sense whenever you'd answer the phone that goes, is this the Corn Dog Company? Is this the Corn Dog Truck? Is this the Corn Dog Guy? So we're like, why not just call it what it is, the Corn Dog Company? So we went with that, rebranded it and uh and been rolling since then okay so 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 take us through a bit of the emotional side so everyone thinks that a you're you're just an overnight success you haven't done anything you have all these expansions you're growing like crazy there's no growing pains there's no problems you're just mega successful talk to us about some of the hard times that you have events that you've shown up to and you sold 10 corn dogs today Happened today, actually. Yeah. So, so ten corn dogs. Oh yeah, in. no, it wasn't quite ten, but it wasn't many more than that. It wasn't worth being there, that's for sure. But in the grand scheme of things, it's it, it's usually worth being there, no matter what happens, okay. because of the commitments you make to your customers. And so, when I make a commitment to a come a customer, I'm going to take a risk on that, no question about it. Uh, and I'm going to get there, and good or bad, it's just the nature of the beast. It's it's what we do. So I got there today, and you know. This morning, we go out and feed the the guys out at Family Dollar Distribution Center on the far side of town. We go every other week out there. And just today was one of those days where they switched us from Wednesdays to Tuesdays. People didn't know we were there, whatever. So hardly anyone shows up. And and I've had that happen, not just there, but a lot of places. And now we try to keep track of those things uh, and keep a history on those things. So that next time they call, if things haven't changed, we can decide whether we really want to continue to do that or not. Um, you know, and make a more informed decision going down the road. But so, are you the one who tracks everything? Do you do everything in your business? Yeah, Sue and I do. Yeah, that's that's incredible. So, so your time is literally spent marketing, advertising. You're in the truck. You're in the events. You're. Do you do you do anything else other than the corn dog truck? Well, other than the investment stuff and you know some some outside stuff that are passive income. Okay. Then I don't know. So how many hours a week would you just have to guess? So well, you know. It, Entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. They're the only people on earth that work 80 hours a week trying to figure out how to not work 40. <laughs> Are you with me? Uh-huh. It's the truth. Okay. And we always talk about freedom and lifestyle and having control, but we <laughs> always work 80 or 90 hours a week. Well, <laughs> so. and, and I think I see all, my family goes to almost every little event in town, and this truck is almost at every single event. So how do you have a, a dating relationship with your wife? I mean, you're always at events. You're always <laughs> date. Working. Right there on the old you, corn dog. Yeah, so I was gonna man. say, so you, honey, you want to go on a date tonight <laughs> yeah. to the St. George Fest in the back of the truck? Exactly. While you're cooking? Uh, yeah, she's pretty good, but we take time. I mean, we left over Christmas for a week and went up north to our kids. We got seven grandkids, so yeah, we love to see them. So we went up there and hung out with them for a week, and then one of them's always coming down here and spending some time with us down here. And so uh, we we have time. You know, our slow time is actually right now uh, December, January. 
that's our slow months. And then as soon as the parade of homes hits, then boom, we're right back in at full tilt. My calendar's already getting completely booked uh, for next year. Okay. And we'll run hard from there through, last year it was through October. This year it was all the way through November. We had our best year this year by a mile. Why? Um, well. <laughs> okay, so, so tell, okay, so tell me about how, this is not a sales show, but tell me about how somebody, if they say, oh, I'd have loved to have that, but I don't know how to book it. I don't know how to, how do they get in contact with you? Do you what's, what's your number so they can call you? Uh, 801, oh, sorry, 435. I'm not up north anymore. 435-487-1080. Okay. 435-487-1080. And if I remember, we'll put a link at the bottom so they can kind of reach out. Yeah, and, no and get problem. A, and, and they can also just email us, uh, George. At gmail.com. George. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So back to the family side. So as an entrepreneur, you've been an entrepreneur for a long time. How has that uh, played a role in family lifestyle? Have you been able to to have the time that you wanted or are you a workaholic? Where, where does that balance at? It's probably been both. I had times where, you know, we had freedom to, you know, bought a 34-foot motorhome and jumped in with the kids and hit the road and took off for a month, two months, three months, you know, and just went and saw the sights and had fun and did all that stuff. And then we had times um, where it was certainly not the case and we went through transitions. And I'm one of those entrepreneurs, and I think there's probably more entrepreneurs like me than there is that are just these incredible successes that you've seen out there. We certainly had our share of failures, but we've also had our, our fair share of successes too. And in the long run, I always call it, we're the kind of entrepreneur, I'm a grinder. Okay. And what I mean by that is I just, I never made, sold a company and made a huge chunk of money or sold a product and made a huge chunk of money. I was always a grinder. And that came from my mentor, Randy, who used to always tell me, man, just stay at it. Stay focused on doing the right thing. Okay. Just keep doing the right things. Keep making good decisions. And, you know, that led us to opportunities. And when those opportunities came up, because my wife is a major saver. I mean, my wife does not spend money. <laughs> and I'm, I've learned from her the same thing. So we, we are savers. We just okay. save and save and save. So when an investment opportunity came up, you know, I've got an opportunity we made almost over 30% on last year. That Jeez. was phenomenal. And if I wouldn't have had 100000 bucks at the time sitting around in order to put into it, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to do it. But we were grinders, so I never had a million dollars to put into anything, but we would just save and save and save and save and save, and then we'd get our chance, and something would come up, you know, like with Peg or whatever, and then we'd put our, our money into it. When time came to buy the corn dog truck, half of it, we had the money to do it because we were grinders. We were savers. And then I bought Jeff out a year and a half ago, and, you know, we had the money to be able to buy him out. He had a direction he wanted to go, which, by the way, he's done very successfully and, and is killing it. He's in know. the NASCAR circuit, right? Well, not just NASCAR, just big events. He wanted to go hit the road. You know, his philosophy is let's go hit the road and do an event on a weekend where we can do fifteen dollars or $20,000 in sales at a NASCAR event or a whatever the event is. And he they travel. They hit the road. They go. I'm too old. I like to sleep in my bed every night. So I'm like, <laughs> if you want to go do that. You go do okay. that. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick right here. Let me buy you out. You can keep doing that and okay. have that be your thing. So is there is that a separate company now? Then yeah, that's a separate. company. What's the name of his company? Uh, 
couldn't tell you. The, the corn dog side of it's still the corn dog company. So okay. he runs the operations in Las Vegas, the corn dog company truck in Las Vegas. Oh, cool. He okay. continues to operate that. And then they, they also have a, another truck that they go out with. So they do corn dogs. They do a couple of okay, things. Cool. And they go out and, and do that at these, these big events. Okay. So we've so. got we've got about five minutes left. I wanted to talk, A, really quickly about this banjo. I've still got this guy playing banjo on my YouTube <laughs> right next to me. We're going to turn this on a little bit. And I want you to think about your biggest... Uh, your biggest epiphany in the, in your youngest years, what was it that made you a start saving to be able to invest? And then what was your first, your first successful investment? And so I'm, I'm going to open up this. He, he loves this, uh, Lucas pool, who is a banjo player waited how many years to get a banjo? Three years, three years. Yeah. Three years took me to get one of his banjos. I'm going to see if I can get this to turn on here. Come on, turn on. Oh, here we go. There you go. So this is one of uh, Curtis's passions, is banjo playing. Now, what we're, <laughs> we're looking at uh, YouTube right now, and uh, Lucas Pool is a banjo maker. And so as, as entrepreneurs, I, I feel like we almost get obsessed with something and we just love it. And that's, we can, we can have that be our passion. Yeah. Is this, I don't want to say obsession because obsession sounds a little crazy, but could you say this is one of your serious passions? Oh yeah. This oddly enough, corn dogs are too. Yeah. I love being on the corn dog truck. Do you play your banjo on the corn dog truck? No, I haven't, but that's a good idea. But, uh, no, I, I love, like I'll go home tonight and I'll go to Ozark mountain banjo company I subscribe to his lesson series. He has a bunch of lesson series. Okay. And I'll just get on there, and, and he just works through all these different songs. And I'll try and learn a couple songs a week or a month, you know, depending on my schedule. And right now it's been a little bit lighter, so I've been able to focus on it a little bit more. But two things I love, banjo is one of them. The other one's fly fishing. Okay. Uh, because I've always done that with my dad growing up. That was my opportunity to spend time with my dad, which I still do. I still go up to Brigham City and get my dad and go fishing once a month. And uh, we love to do that. And so that's yeah, cool. That's... So, so what I'm just so you know, so what I'm expecting is the next time I drive by the corn dog truck is for you to have some speakers out back <laughs> and you're just out there. <laughs> yeah. Just corn dog and banjo. That kind of goes together. Doesn't just, it? Yep. And have, have your phone up Facebook live <laughs> and just say we're out here jamming in the corn. And all of a sudden you're just going to have a whole group of people. There you go. I'm just saying like it. it's the next big idea. Okay. So as, We've got three minutes left here. Uh, we've got Curtis Hall, C- Curtis Hall with the Corn Dog Company. Give us your earliest, biggest learning lesson in the finances of being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Well, I I came up with a product years and years ago, back when I was in the Amway business. So there was another side of the Amway business that most people are aware of, where they offer tools, training materials, okay. right? And I came up with this little training tool, which back in the day was just seemed revolutionary and on the cutting edge. Today, it's absolutely ridiculous. But it was a cut-down CD that was the size of a business card but would run in your CD player. Okay. So you could hand it out as a business card, take it out of your pocket, hand it to somebody. So I went and, and developed the first one of those that had really ever been developed, created all the content for it, spent $15,000, which was at the time a fortune for what, me. What year was this in? So, oh, man, it had to be, geez, I don't even know, maybe 95, 96, maybe. Okay. And so anyway, paid for all of it, jumped on an airplane, flew back to North Carolina, presented it to a company that moved those kinds of tools, uh, had a deal all put together. The only problem is I didn't get it in writing. So I had a deal put together. The company picked up the product. Because I didn't have it in writing, the two other 
people that were involved in this, the ones that were going to pick it up and move it, and the guys I was working with met behind the scenes and cut me out of the deal pretty much completely, although I had paid for everything, and it was all on my dime. And he uh. came back to me one day, multimillionaire, big company, and said, hey, we're not giving you a dollar a unit. You can take You can take five cents or nothing. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. Forget it. That's not right. And he goes, take it or leave it. Ended up settling in in between there, but they ended up moving. That was their most successful tool they had ever developed. They ended up moving probably close to 4 million units. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, we still made some great money, but we certainly didn't make what we should have or were told or, yeah, it, it was wrong of them. And it was... A learning lesson for me. Get it in writing. <laughs> you so, know? so to take so to take from that is what you do is get it in writing. If you're going to do an agreement with somebody, if you're going to, so the biggest lesson for entrepreneurs here is get it in writing, no matter what you do. Yeah, explain it. Get it in writing. Have an understanding that, like today, I I set up other people with corn dog trucks. So we have okay. ten locations now. Uh, the next one's getting ready to open in Washington State here. Okay, pretty quick. Well, so you guys I know we're about done. Ch- so. Yeah, check out uh, Curtis. Paul on Facebook on the Corn Dog Company and thecorndogco.com. The Corn Dog Co. And he will, if you tell if you tell my city, he'll give you a ten dollar corn dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you don't guys, have a $10 you guys are awesome. Okay. Tuesdays at three, one hundred point three. This is Peyton Fisher. Thank you, and have a magnificent Tuesday. You've been listening to the Peyton Fisher Show. Relive this show on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, and at RadioStGeorge.com. Join us next Monday at 3.30 for another edition of the Peyton Fisher Show.